Don't act your age. That thing in high school your friends dared you to watch. I've rented the house on Haunted Hill tonight so that my wife can give a party. There'll be food and drink and ghosts, and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Remember what we call the passion pits, a.k.a. drive-in theaters? Where you and your sweetie would steam up the windshield in between big screen scenes of creepy Vincent Price. <laughs> or a double feature with zombies and monsters of all shapes and sizes. It's alive! A gigantic beast stalking the earth, crushing all before it in a cyclonic cavalcade of electrifying horror. <laughs> through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The creature walks among us. Horror unleashed by the daring of man and a dangerous experiment of science. Death is a plaything when you are caught in the devil's hands. But if you were in high school in the 60s, you know the scariest movies weren't at the drive-in. They were in driver's ed. My face! My face! <laughs> These were the gruesome highway safety films your friends dared you to watch. A kind of teenage rite of passage. So when it was your turn, and the lights went down in the class, and the first flickering images hit the screen, you knew the blood and guts would be real. How many kids around you would hide their eyes, lose their lunch, or run screaming out the door and down the hall? It's like, oh yeah, have you seen that movie yet? Have you seen that yet? Oh, just wait. Ugh. I remember... Uh car got hit on a railroad and the driver was actually severed in half. Just seeing that was, that was about as much as you could handle. That would be the one that sticks in my mind. It was just like, <gasps> you know, people would gasp or go, ugh. Just what kind of fiendish minds were behind these black and white horror shows? Actually, some well-meaning citizens in Mansfield, Ohio. Not for profit, but as a civic project to scare local kids into being better drivers. A photographer would get a call in the middle of the night, grab a camera, and rush to a crash scene. Uh, she needs help me, help me, help me. Later, the footage was spliced together. Uncensored, the gorier the better. With mournful music and a ghoulish sounding narrator. If the films they produce traumatize teenage drivers, all the better. The goal wasn't entertainment, just to deliver the most shocking message to young drivers who felt nothing could hurt them. This is not a pretty motion picture. It is not supposed to be. You think you're too old to cry? Too strong? Don't fool yourself. You'll cry like a baby when you're stretched out on the asphalt with pain tearing at every inch of your body. If you don't believe me, keep pressing your luck.
The earlier films, like Signal 30, were the most frightening. Their shaky camera and grainy images gave you a real sense of cruising bio-wreck right after the crash. Call it morbid curiosity, the thing that compels us to want a glimpse of something tragic, even though it might be sickening. I can still see that mangled car, and you're thinking, ooh, someone was there. This was a person that was in there. That's the scary part. They did say if these images are too much for you, you can leave. I think the girls were just just kind of grossed out by it. Us guys thought, you know, there's no way we're going to leave this. That's something that the girls would do. The boys were just like, they just had that false bravado. That stark reality of the safety films, unlike a glossy Hollywood movie, made it hard to turn away from disturbing scenes. And disturbing they were. Remember, these were the days before seatbelts and airbags, making highway carnage in the 60s as graphic as it gets. Tina side, Tina side, Tina side. A 14-year-old boy, a 16-year-old girl, a 26-year-old, a salesman, an elderly farmer. They're all dead. Without a doubt, you have witnessed the most shocking scenes ever put on motion picture film. The object of the whole thing, our traffic safety film program, is simply to make you a better driver. But did they? I think it did have a positive effect. You know, it was sobering. I think I'm a better driver for it. I know I was at a young age. You know, it made you think for, you know, as a teenager. I'll tell you, I think it still affects me today. It kind of sticks with you, I think. Even now, for so many years ago, you know. Effective or not, the films left a lasting imprint on our minds, a memory almost as powerful as the prom. We have shown you the injured, the dying, and the dead. Now, do you remember the films? But the more professional and the slicker highway safety films became, the less effective they were in delivering a persuasive message. By the mid-1970s, they'd lost their effect and schools stopped showing them to students. Even in the early 70s, it looked like it was something that was shot like in the 50s, and it's like we, you know, didn't relate the way it was shot, but... uh, They did come off a little bit cheesy. He never knew what hit him, or what he hit. When he realized what was happening, his legs were made of stone. Now he can sleep forever. Thou shalt not kill with a gun or a steering wheel. Beyond spine-tingling, stomach-churning memories, maybe those drivers' ed dramas served a bigger purpose during our high school days. Maybe they were a sobering introduction to what we all would have to deal with in coming years, the realities of life and death. We have all learned a very valuable lesson from this experience. But dear God, the price was high. Frank, you're going too fast. Relax, relax. The speed limit's 25. 
I know, but everybody goes over the speed limit a little bit. Oh, Frank, please slow down. You don't know this road. Look, just let me drive, will you? Just sit back and let... Well, where, oh, where can my baby be? The Lord took her away from me. She's gone to heaven, so I got to be good. So I can see my baby when I leave this world. Don't Act Your Age for Boomers and Beyond was produced by Rich Holton and me, Steve Johnston, with the voices and memories of Howard Ellis and Sue Shirk. Thanks for listening, and we'd love to hear your feedback, as well as ideas for future episodes. Email us at D-A-Y-A podcast at gmail. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe and download our episodes on iTunes. Or listen on our website, don'tactyourage.org. Today's takeaway is from Pablo Picasso, who said, It takes a long time to become young.